welcome to the Extremist Podcast Christmas Special. Oh my gosh, are we have we got a program for you? You guys are going to absolutely love this. First off, I'd like to introduce my dear friends, Thomas A. Christie and Murray Cook, who just came up with the most phenomenal book, Scotland's Christmas. And I'm telling you, you guys, it's amazing. Although you didn't get the tartan quite right, this is the Santa Claus tartan here. So you need a little more gold in there, but that's okay. I'll let, I'll let it slide this time. So why don't you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves? I will. Lots to talk about. Um, <laughs> the, the idea from this book it came around you know, quite by accident, actually, because way back during the pandemic, um, Murray and I recorded a podcast um, with the theme of the history of Christmas in Scotland. And, you know, we had to get our heads together because we thought, well, you know, how did Christmas take place in Scotland? How was it celebrated when it was banned for so long? Um, so we, we had a, a quick 20, 30 minute podcast about that. Um, but someone else heard it and invited us to come and give a public presentation about it. Um, no. And that was the so during that presentation, you know, we got our heads together again and we thought there's probably enough material here for a book. You know, let's really get into the nuts and bolts of it, find out exactly why Christmas in Scotland is so unique. Um, but then, you know, working out from that, once we'd really got into the research for it, we realised no one else had done it before. There had been no full length account of history of, of Christmas in Scotland. Um, and, and that really is all sort of spiralled from there. Well, and I would have to say the way your history worked and the way that Christmas came about in Scotland and literally took centuries and centuries and centuries to get to a point where you were catching up with the rest of the world. It was absolutely amazing because of the different religious aspects and also the different invaders that, that you guys had and everything from you know the kirks to the to the romans and and you know beyond so it's amazing you guys ever got christmas off the ground i mean murray when you you're an archaeologist right yeah yeah so um digging the past uh digging up what's left behind the rubbish that people leave um so it's <laughs> it's yeah <laughs> it's obvious that scotland's a cold place and it gets cold and dark in the winter and and we always there's always a fear there's a fear that the sun won't come back and actually how do you deal with that so you have a midwinter feast and then those traditions of midwinter feasts the vikings are doing them the celts are doing them the picts are doing them the christian migrants coming in with the romans they're reinventing them they're mixing them with saturnalia with mithras and all of these things blending together to, to produce something uniquely Scottish, but pretty miserable, pretty miserable to begin with. <laughs> a period of sacrifice, a religious, um, a religious festival where if you parted, you might get struck down by plague. And it's really only kind of 1200, uh, 1300, that period where we get European mainstream Christmas, very Catholic. Yes. A, a celebration of life. Um, and actually that central message of Christian of Christmas 
um, the most powerful being in the world, in the universe, born helpless into a manger, and then the celebration. And of course, everybody takes it as a point to go wild. There's drinking, there's people wearing masks, there's disguises, there's presents being given. And, and, food, and, food, and food and food and food and food. Some of the pieces yeah. I've had would put anybody to shame today. <laughs> and uh, the, the problem is that none of that is in the Bible. Right. So if you if you you kind of take a colder, purer look at the Bible and you get rid of the corruption, the flummery, the over-the-top ostentation, and you're left with a very cold message. And it's pure, and and there is faith in God, but there's 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 not as much fun. And um, famously, we get the Reformation late in Scotland. It, it, it's kind of reaches Scotland later yeah. than anywhere else, and we take it more seriously. And we ban everything we ban christmas we ban cakes people are arrested for baking yule bread people are made to um tell give lists to kind of ministers who are conducting interrogations this is astonishing carols god, god help you if you're caroling in the street i mean <laughs> you know you're literally dragged off and taken care of so it was absolutely amazing now in america we had a small part in the 1800s where the protestants came and tried to do the same thing in america but it was concentrated in just the new england area and thankfully did not last very long they they kind of got their butts booted out as far as don't tell us how to celebrate but as but other countries oh my god you know you had germany and france and italy and everybody else celebrating around you and of course england and you guys couldn't do anything that's amazing and that lasted how long well um to the 1970s yeah even even king james the james the sixth of king james bible fame even he's given a row um the, the the minister's got to complain these firing cannons on christmas eve <laughs> celebrating the birth of his daughter and they still give him a row <laughs> well and i couldn't believe when i read the part that both your fathers were working on christmas day up through the 70s yeah i mean that, that yeah, that's amazing. I mean, in most countries, I mean, they were off for a couple of weeks, if not even the U.S. You know, we celebrate the Christmas week and then the the week following the you know into the new year. And you guys were working. That's amazing. And kids. Yeah. So, but, I mean, how did you kind of like rebel against all that? Well. Well, what happens is we gave up Christmas Day, but we made New Year even bigger. Hmm. So, yeah, I you know, New Year is the big party, people, and, and actually for New Year, it starts on the 31st, continues into the 1st, and continues on to the 2nd. So it's, a, it's basically a three-day party. 
mm. um, and and people are drinking. So all of the fun gets shifted, but re completely removed with any religious any religious idea at all. I mean, even we even had communists from revolutionary Russia I coming. <laughs> I I was I was astounded at that that the communists are going. What's wrong with you people? And like, you gotta be kidding me! <laughs> I it is absolutely simply amazing. And of course, and Tom, of course, you throw in uh, a lot of the different movies and stuff, and you can even see kind of the overall feel and how it changes through the various movies that are produced over the period of time. But it's like you start out slow and then you started to build. But it's it's amazing. Now, how different are you from like the other countries today? Well, that's an interesting question because from the sort of 1990s onwards, um, there's a slow homogenization of Christmas traditions. And you start to see more things like Christmas crackers and Christmas cards and all, all those sort of things, um, all kind of merge into one across the UK and probably through most of Europe as well. Um, but interestingly, here in Scotland, around about the same time, you get a whole load of really interesting, um, uniquely Scottish uh, takes on Christmas, and be it the movies, be it TV series, be it music, um, computer games even, um, all of this is starting to develop, you know, really from the 80s and 90s onwards. So um, even now, uh, you know, where that homogenization of Christmas tradition exists, um, there's still a lot of, you know, interesting creative um, Scottish material out there now, celebrating Christmas and what makes Christmas special. Murray, when would you say the big transformation happened um, from, you know, the, the religious persecutions and reformations and all of that until the more modern uh, Christmas celebrations? I mean, that, that really is, it, it's the 70s. It's, um, there are MPs writing and saying, why can't we have a Christmas holiday on, on the 25th? So once it's a holiday, people take time off. Once you take time off, you want to do something. And there are uh, there are kind of things that get brought back in, the things that get reinvented. So instead of milk and a carrot for Santa, we sometimes have a whiskey for Santa. Um, so <laughs> you know, um, deep fried mince pies. Yeah. So a big thing in Scotland, like in the States, deep fried food, but yeah. we fry everything. We, we deep fried pizza. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> now, deep fried pizza is really nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I got to say, I haven't tried it, but I'd be interested. <laughs> okay, come over. When you come over, have some uh, deep fried pizza. So, deep fried mince pies. Yeah, deep fried pigs and blankets. Deep fried pigs and blankets. And, and yeah. all of these things just combining with the need to party, the need to... I mean, it, this is really, it's shouting against the darkness. It is cold, it is dark, and this is us kind of, you know, we are on the edge of the world. Beyond us, it's the Arctic, um, you know. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> and we don't see the sun for like six months. <laughs> yeah, it, it does get a little chilly up there. <laughs> oh, yes. 
Well, I'll tell you, you know, this is fabulous. Now, you guys have, you know, just a, a plethora of um, places you're going to be visiting and, and discussing. Is there any place you'd like to talk about right now that, you know, uh, that you know of? I, I realize that some of these things may take place before this is actually aired, but, um, you know, why don't you tell us a little bit about where you can find this fabulous book? And, you know, what what kind of places will it be sold at? Well, the good thing about extremist publishing has always been that we're local and we're international. And this book's exactly the same. You can buy it all around Stirling. You can buy it on the internet from the, you know, the, the famous retailers, online booksellers, those kind of places. Um, lots and lots of different places people can buy it. But in terms of events, um, we've got a whole lot of things going on. We're going to be at the, the famous Church of the Holy Rood. Uh, where the yeah. video promo took place. Um, oh. We're going to be at Stirling Castle. Uh, we're going to be up yeah. at um, the uh, McManus Gallery in Dundee, uh, and Dundee Central Library. We're going to be at Dune Library as well. So oh, 15 events at the moment that are lined up. Oh. Um, who, knows, who knows where it might take us? What are you going out to me? <laughs> All the places I visit? Come on, guys. <laughs> well, that is fabulous. That is wonderful. Well, I'll tell you, two very, very talented people. And for you guys to collaborate on this, this was just fabulous. And, and I really enjoyed I mean, it's interesting. And like I said, I, I couldn't help but keep drawing comparisons between like the US or Germany or other the Scandinavian countries and Scotland. And it was like Scotland was set apart on its own. You might as well have been on a different planet, <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing. So anyway, what else? How would you like to sum this up about your book? Either one of you, both of you. Well, um, I think the thing is, it's everything. It's everything from the first people to walk in Scotland, how they fought against the darkness, all the way through to the most northerly Saturnalia in the world, the most northerly Mithraeum in the world, the World War One truce, the football game on Christmas Day. That's which right, is, yeah. It, it's main, main, lots of Scots involved in that. And then our resistance to the Kirk, our resistance to John Knox telling mm -hmm. us to have fun. And we, you know, we wanted to have fun. And it and eventually we got there. And actually, how we've made Christmas, we've kind of come back into Christmas. We've rejoined the world. And um, we'd like everybody to come to Scotland to, to see what Christmas is like here. Well, and you do. You have some beautiful festivals and some great celebrations and gorgeous decorations. So it's nice to see you are part of the world and really joining in on this because it is a very magical time. And it's a, a very warm, wonderful time. And especially, as you said, when it's dark and it's cold, you need <laughs> something to kind of, you know, warm your soul. So... <laughs> But I'll tell you, I so enjoyed reading this. I just, I just can't tell you. Uh, you guys did an incredible job on this. I think you got a real winner here, and I'm going to look forward to seeing it go throughout the the world, and 
enlighten a lot of people about Scottish heritage. So you should be proud of yourselves, both of you. So <laughs> thank, you. thank you very much. Yeah. I mean, I'm always amazed at how many different facts, and I'm sure Money would say the same thing that we were discovering for the first time when we were researching this book, you know. Um, we talk about things like the wolver, which is you know yeah. this creature way up north. Um, and no Which looks way, like a werewolf, but hey, you know. <laughs> in no way the inspiration for Michael J. Fox and Teen Wolf at all. No, it's no, actually, no, no, that's a long, long way apart. <laughs> yeah. A friendly werewolf who leaves you a slice of fish for a Christmas present. I mean, who who could say fairer than that? You know, I mean, it's, <laughs> or, or how about a boar's head? You know, I mean, let's have some fun. <laughs> yeah, it really is amazing. I mean. I, again, I enjoyed really reading the various traditions and the start, stop, start, stop, start, stop way that they kind of, you know, it's like, well, let's get it going. I'm, no, no, no. Sorry, the Kirks are there. <laughs> but anyway, again, fabulous job, you guys. You, you should be proud of yourselves and we'll look forward to seeing this all over the world. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank but, you. But we have a question for you, and that is. Oh, you do. Okay. That you'll have read in the book about the the famous chimney demon of that terrorizes, terrorizes kids in the Western Isles by mm -hmm. by whispering to them down the chimney in the dead of night. Yes. And we'd like to know what you, Santa Claus, are going to do to try and combat this 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 anti Christmas sentiment in the Western Isles. You know, it keeps the kids honest. <laughs> well, as you know, in other countries all over Europe um, and in other areas, and uh, you know, again, uh, up into the Scandinavian countries, and then, and even now, a little bit in, in America, you know, I do travel with Krampus, mm -hmm. and this is kind of a derivative of Krampus. So if you follow like the Krampus legends or, you know, Black Peter and that type of thing, this kind of like went for every good, you got to have a little bad. And this kind of like, so as far as what am I going to do with it? I'm going to wait until it plays out. <laughs> and if it keeps the kids a little bit nervous and to teach them to, to behave, makes my job a little easier i don't have to the naughty list doesn't grow quite so far so <laughs> so i'm keeping the demon <laughs> we just have to keep the yule log burning just to keep it at bay absolutely and as we know there aren't as many chimneys as there was before so he doesn't have as much to do so <laughs> but that's a good question so so keep listening to those whispers. <laughs> Anything else? Yeah, just to say that, you know, we hope that people reading the book are going to find something in there that, that fascinates them, whether it's maybe TV series that they haven't seen before or movies that they haven't encountered that they might want to track them down. Um, I mean, I, I was very intrigued to discover that Taggart had not one but three Christmas specials because um, for anyone who hasn't seen Taggart, it's synonymous with the word grim um it's, the, it's the, the grittiest tv series has ever been made just about so the idea that that's got christmas specials is is quite something 
Um, yeah. And then all, and all these Hallmark movies that are being made over here now. It's like a little kind of sub-industry. Um, and I mean, poor old, poor old Murray here has had to watch <laughs> things like Saving Christmas Spirit, which is all about a, an archaeologist who comes up to Fort William and starts excavating to the northwest of Fort William, which, if you're in Scotland, actually means the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> I'm sure Murray just loved that one. <laughs> well, I'm more the Carrie uh, uh, Elwes. Uh, um... Oh, Brooke Shields. Yes, yes, Brooke Shields. That's right, and I'm I'm more into that kind of movie. I don't, you know, I don't watch Bad Santas. Uh, you know, I I hear enough about it. I don't need to see it. <laughs> but anyway, well, I want to thank you guys for taking the time and talking about this fabulous book, and you know, wish you all the best of luck with this and and uh, a blessed christmas and let's keep that scottish celebration going don't let anybody get in the way and stop it again <laughs> well thank you so much for for taking the time to speak to us it's been an absolute pleasure to, to have a chat with you and uh, if you should happen to see that chimney demon when you're out on christmas eve you know do, do please send it our regards <laughs> I'll put a bug in his ear. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas, both of you, and Merry Christmas, all our watchers and listeners, and thanks for checking in on this. So, and get the book. It's a good one. <laughs> thanks very much. Merry Christmas. If you would like to find out more about advertising on the Extremist Publishing Podcast, please visit their website at www.extremistpublishing.com for details.